Did you know that you can stream the best of HBO shows and more with the new Astro? Better than before, no rain interruptions, no repeats, just stream anytime and on demand via the Astro Ultrabox. It starts from only RM5990 a month, and you can find out more information at astro.com.my. You're listening to the Goggler Podcast, Bahir and Uma with you, and today we're going to be talking about a brand new Apple TV Plus series called Lessons in Chemistry. It's based on the very popular book by Bonnie Garmus. This one stars Brie Larson in the leading role. It's set in the 1960s and tells the story of Elizabeth Zott, who is an incredible chemist who is forced to give up on her science dreams by the patriarchy and ends up becoming a fantastic TV chef. Now, this is a story that spans a couple of decades and it's told across eight episodes. It's an interesting show for me because I really enjoyed the book and the TV series does well to translate the droll nature of the novel especially Brie Larson, who kind of channels this wooden character very well. Because Elizabeth Mm. is depicted as this wooden, occasionally emotionless individual. So all of that is done very well. And the production design is fantastic and everything is just pretty and beautiful. But while I enjoyed the show, it felt very generic to me. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Like all of the plot twists, even if I didn't read the book, felt kind of predictable. I didn't read the book. For the most part, I thought it was very watchable. I'm only two episodes in, so you know what happens. You know what it is? I was mostly surprised at how it felt like a long show. I kept having to check the episode runtime, and I was constantly surprised that the episodes are only 45, 50 minutes long. The first two at least. I could have sworn it felt much longer. And not in a bad way. Just in a, it's very, very dense, these episodes. Yes. yes. The trailer of Lessons in Chemistry makes the show feel a little fun and sort of like Julie Julia feels like Julia on HBO. The trailer implies that there's some social commentary to be made, etc. and all that. But the first two episodes, not in a bad way, but they're very dry. There aren't really any funny moments let alone any real fun moments i know that sounds like it's a bad review but it's not it's purely to set up the character of elizabeth zott to set up her relationship with her partner to set up her relationship with the world that she's in at that time but it is very dry potentially a bit of a hard watch it gets better as the series moves on it feels like the first three episodes have a lot of narrative lifting to do. And that's why the weight of plot seems to be there. Mm. Which isn't to say there isn't much character development. All of the character development kind of happens in those spaces. But you're absolutely right when you say it plods along for those first three episodes. I think Brie Larson is very likable and watchable despite playing such a wooden character. She manages to pull it off. I think if it was anyone else, it could come off as being a little grating. Yeah. But she balances harshness with softness quite well. Because obviously when she starts off, the character is incredibly standoffish. But when she starts opening up to both her lab partner and eventual life partner, 
you see a warmth settle in. And I think that gets played out really, really well. Like you believe mm. that warmth and you believe that she is an individual who is or who may be standoffish to people she doesn't know or is untrusting of. But as soon yeah. as she finds someone that she can trust, she is a completely different person. I think that dichotomy is played out really, really well in those first few episodes. I think what I loved most about the show is the look. I think the production design is absolutely fantastic. Mm. Whenever you are doing a show that's set in the 50s or the 60s, you can either go completely kitsch, like Hello Tomorrow, for example, or you can do it with a little more nuance, like what they've done here. And you'll notice these things by here as the episodes move along. There are subtle changes in the coloring, in the set design, in how her hair looks from decade to decade. Yeah. All of that happens. It's not necessarily pointed out, but it's all there. And it actually influences your watching of the show in a really big way. The production design and the look of the show is absolutely tremendous. And I felt that sometimes that took me away from actually paying attention to what was going on in the show because I kind of knew what was going to happen. And right, I'm not sure right. if that's just because I've read the book or because we've seen similar shows like this before. I will say that this isn't like Hello Tomorrow, right? Hello Tomorrow is, is a fun look at a futuristic world set in the 1960s. And that's great. This is a more realistic look at the 1960s and all the sort of racial and sexual politics in play i will say i was i'm i'm there with you i was very distracted with a lot of the cinematography a lot of the physicalness of the world that they've built so much so that sometimes i had to go back because i was too caught up in the colors of the shot or the way the neighborhood is portrayed right and i thought all of that is really beautiful it's a good show but i keep waiting for what i saw in the trailer which i think is a problem which I think is a problem because I, I want to see that Elizabeth Zott, the one I saw in the trailer cooking in front of a live studio audience. The trailer has a lot more pep. Yes. For sure. Yes. And again, I'm not saying this in a bad way. I really enjoy the show and I will be finishing it. But those first two episodes were a real just homework to get through before I can have my dessert, I think. I think that's the warning, right? The warning is that the first two I would say three episodes right. feel like okay. homework. Episodes right. four, five, six, seven, eight feel a lot more like the trailer. And I think it's also because we get to see more of that world that she goes into. The world of cooking, the world of television. I think the world of her TV show is something that we haven't necessarily seen because she isn't Julia Child. And the character she becomes when she is this cooking expert on TV, is a unique character and an interesting one. And I think that's what makes it so cool. Like that line, children, set the table, your mother needs a moment to herself, is absolutely fantastic and kind of tells you everything you need to know about what Supper at Six, her fictional cooking show, is all about. That is more than just a knockoff of Julia Child's show, right? It's not just a cooking show. There's going to be moments of 
hard truths and cold blankets that Elizabeth Zott will sort of drop on her audience. And I think I keep waiting for that. I keep wanting that. I mean, look, I will say though, I love the relationship between Brie Larson's Elizabeth Zott and Lewis Pullman's Calvin Ellens. You keep referring to Elizabeth Zott as wooden and I keep going back to the impression that I get is that she could potentially be on the autism spectrum scale. And I think that is a bold decision to do for a character who is appending uh, the social patriarchy in the 1960s. That's already a hard enough sell. And then to make her, to make that character not be immediately lovable, likable, or warm is a bold fucking choice. I think that's why it works so well. I mean, make no mistake, this is a Steminist fantasy, right? But that said, unlike, say, something like Hidden Figures, this one feels a lot more grounded and realistic because she doesn't win every battle. Every episode doesn't end with her overcoming the odds. It's very realistic in how much she gets beaten down by the 1950s, 1960s patriarchy. I also want to point out that there was a interesting exchange between Elizabeth Zott and the head of the clerical department when Elizabeth Zott is forced into joining a beauty pageant. Yeah. And Elizabeth Zott complains to the head of the clerical department telling the lady that, you know, oh, who wants to be a part of this? This is silly. And the the lady at the clerical department goes, but I want this. We want this. So yes, your version of what is right and wrong is accurate, but don't also diminish what we want to do because we do want to do this. We're not just doing this for the men. We're doing this for ourselves and we like it. And it's fun for us, right? And I think, I felt like that was a very pointed reference. I felt that that was a very interesting and valid argument to make in this kind of show. That Elizabeth Zott's version of 1960 may jive better, or rather Elizabeth Zott's opinions of the 1960s may jive better with us in 2023. But don't forget there were a lot of women in the 1960s who liked that, who, who liked that lifestyle that they had. I think that balance is there throughout the series. One major change, which I think was a good one, was the character of Harriet Sloan, her black neighbor. Okay. And so in the book, Harriet is a little more cliche, stereotypical. She's like the nosy neighbor character. Oh, okay, okay, I see that. But in the series, she has a substantial story arc. Like she is a activist she has a law degree that she's put on hold to raise her kids and so the character feels a lot more rounded and a lot more relatable and believable and i think that works she doesn't feel like a cliche she doesn't feel like a caricature and i love that about that character and what they did with it so while the bulk of the show adapts the novel accurately it doesn't do it in a slavish fashion so you still get all of the major story arcs with Elizabeth Zott, with her various love interests, with how she copes with having children and how that plays a role in her life. And all of that stuff is there. But I think they've changed and they've added little elements that flesh it out and make it work better as a TV series. That's cool. I'm looking forward to that. Lessons in Chemistry is not a show that completely blew my mind. Because I feel like I've seen or I've encountered things like this before. But I think one of the best things about the show 
is that it doesn't try to superimpose a 2023 fantasy onto the 1960s. Zot may be a modern character, but she's not a fantastical character. She still feels like she could fit into the 1960s, just like you said, with her conversation with the head of the clerical staff, for example. All of that just feels real. Yes, she may be a fish out of water because of her own intellect, because of her own beliefs, but at the same time, the world doesn't feel like it's something unbelievable. And that is pulled off very well. I think a problem with a lot of these TV shows and movies that tend to be feminist fantasies, and I don't have a problem with it, I think these are stories that need to be told. I think the problem with that is sometimes by imposing a 2023 or 21st century sensibility onto the past, you actually lose out a lot because you learn nothing from the past. I also feel like that historical rewrite, although potentially important, also diminishes the values of the women who had to go through that, who had to survive it. I think you can have a righteous perspective. I think that's okay. But I think it's how you impose that righteous perspective on your characters that make all the difference because then you tell a good story as opposed to just being a sermon. And I think where Lessons in Chemistry succeeds is that it never feels like a sermon. Mm. It feels like you've encountered these characters even in your life at some point, right? Male or female, we've all encountered assholes like the ones we see in this show. And so in that sense, I think the writing really works well. Also, if you're a fan of the book, I think you will enjoy this show. Yeah, I agree. Lessons in Chemistry premieres on Apple TV Plus this Friday. That's October 13th. Check it out. Let us know what you think. You can reach out on all of our social media feeds, GogglerMY. You can also email us on podcast at goggler.my or send us a WhatsApp on the Goggler hotline, 012-524-5208. If you drop us a line on any one of those channels, we'll send you a link to join our brand new Discord server where you can chat with us in real time. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Goggler Podcast.